Welcome back to DQB Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we try to get a date with Julie Bowen. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. Good soup. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, we also have Dave. Oh, I'm sorry, Shane, but it is not Dave this month. Oh, fuck. He could not make it. It is Dave, you love. Dave, you Yes, that's my name. <laughs> Do I need to remove all the garlic in the house? Yes, probably. It's my least favorite spice. Herb? Herb, one of those. (laughs) Spooky. (laughs) Oh, fuck. So this week is the beginning of our uh, October's Spooptacular series. We're going to do five movies. (laughs) (laughs) We watched... For this week, we watched QB Halloween uh, from 2020, PG-13, hour and 43 minutes. Uh, it is a uh, Happy Madison movie? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's about... It's about... It's about a uh, a guy that lives with his mom in Salem, Massachusetts. And uh, he's kind of a loser. Um, but he's not really. He's like the nicest dude in town and he tries to take care of everyone. And he's in love with uh the high school his high school sweetheart. Like she wasn't with him, but like he had a crush on her since second grade. Yes, um, it's true. Uh I, I I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to. Okay, fine, I won't. <laughs> I want you to do this for the next five weeks. Oh, oh no. Sorry, Dave came in the room. I, I got him away. Uh, <laughs> uh and it's Halloween uh in Salem. So uh some crazy shit happens and uh he like tries to solve the mystery of what's going on while everyone is just like throwing shit at him literally throwing shit at him at points like the Uh, whole movie yeah uh it's like a running gag in the movie that people are throwing stuff at him uh and making fun of him and just like generally trashing this dude the whole time uh and he's just trying to help everyone um and it turns out that the person that is doing the heinous shit that is going on people keep disappearing and they happen to be people that are like particularly bad to him throughout the movie um and it's his mom that's doing it <laughs> and he stops her from burning them at the stake it's true yeah, mommy dearest uh so it's it's a pretty funny movie um it should have been mommy dearest i mean i love the woman that plays his mom but yeah uh, but I mean, that's generally what happens. I'm not going to go through like and tell you every plot point and all the gags and stuff because that kind of ruins the movie. But um, I thought it was just OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, all the movies you don't want to run and it's a fucking Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> well, I, I, I also don't want to just like go through and tell a bunch of like half assed <laughs> jokes that are mostly visual gags. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of half assed to begin with. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point, because if you did that, uh, we wouldn't have anything to talk about for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's the general gist of the movie. A bunch of people are being super shitty to this guy that's just trying to help the town, uh, and some actually heinous shit starts happening, and he's trying to stop it, and it turns out it's his mom. Yeah. Yep. And I, I like the red herring. Yeah, the red herring is fantastic. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I did like that part. Yes. Yeah. Do I need to keep doing this or not? Like, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I actually, I, I got Dave below away. Okay, this is Dave now. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, Dave. Hey, thanks. I was in a trunk. It was weird. Welcome back. Dave. You sure it wasn't a, a coffin? He said it was a coffin, but it was just the trunk of his Honda Civic. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that at least a blacked out Honda Civic? No, it's like purple. It's weird. <laughs> Weird. Does it have like wings on the side? Does it have, like yeah. crushed velvet interior? Yeah. Well, you it's actually it kind of cool. <laughs> cool. Is he from Brooklyn? You know, I couldn't couldn't nail it down where he was from. He had weird accents. It kept changing. Creepsylvania. The accents are weird. Creepsylvania. Uh, but anyway, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that no one in Salem in the movie talked like they were from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Because I recently went on vacation, if you haven't heard. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody in Salem has a Boston accent. Good. Good for them. Which Good was very them. weird to me because this is 20 minutes away. I mean, it's true. <laughs> so, That's like, fucking weird. The, the Boston That's accent fucking weird. is weird. Yeah, it's That's real weird. real weird. I have a buddy who just moved to Boston. Apparently, that's the south side. That's the southeast. I'm from Boston. <laughs> Maybe it's only the wicked smart people. Wicked smart. I feel like it's the opposite, maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> people can't find I just a place to pack fun the of a whole side of Boston. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Denigrated AF. It's a good thing I didn't pass out cards while I was there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't. I actually didn't pass out cards while I was there. Oh, why not? I don't know. I should have. Always be plugging, dog. Hey, we do a podcast that makes fun of Bostonians. <laughs> you Specifically, we're just from the Middle East, where we say pop. Stop saying Middle soda. East. Oh, the Midwest. <laughs> no, nope. from the Middle That's East. That's a now. different kind of pop <laughs> in the Middle East. What the fuck? <laughs> poppies. He's talking about poppies. But anyway, oh, oh I get it. Now. I was talking about poppies. What do you think I was talking about? Nope. Anyway, this movie. Can we get back to this movie? <laughs> yeah, the movie. Holy shit. Um, uh, much like Davula said that yeah. I heard, uh, it's okay. Yeah, okay. So, like, I I feel like you got the wrong impression of how I feel about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, it's not a good movie. Oh, yeah. Whoa. But it's really, it's, I think it's uh funny and it has like a few like interesting like ideas in it okay as yeah, far yeah. as like the plot goes cuz it's kind of like like anti-bullying which is yeah. like real weird yeah um, the message is great the message is fantastic and clear. And i i don't disagree with that right yeah i mean you yeah. know but um and i think that was kind of succinct it was well done um, Ray Liotta, obviously, he plays a fantastic asshole. He does. Uh, I was like, whoa, what's that guy been doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to hit up, the, I want to I do the cast on this one. We haven't done a cast in a while, but I'm going to do it on this one. The cast is important for this. Yeah, uh, Adam Sandler as Hubie Dubois. Um, Dubois. Do you think, do you mean Puby? Puby. <laughs> Uh, hey, we liked the message. We don't call yeah, him that. No. 
It's true. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been mean to you, Puby. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You, uh, you all right. That part was without funny. insulting yeah. him. Uh, Kevin James as Sergeant Steve Downey. The Muppet. The Muppet. <laughs> I'll make fun of him all day. Kevin James had a fucking beard, like a huge hilljack beard and a mullet in this yeah. movie. And it was fucking great. If he wouldn't have been Kevin James, I'd have been terrified of that man. Yeah, right. Uh, Julie yeah. Bowen as Violet Valentine. Mm, uh, I love Julie Bowen. Um, Ray Liotta as Mr. Landolfa. Uh, Steve Buscemi as Walter Lambert. Rob Schneider as Richie Hartman. Uh, Maya Rudolph as Mrs. Hennessy. Tim Meadows as Mr. Lester Hennessy. Michael Chiklis as Father Dave. Uh, June Squibb as Hubie's mom. George Wallace as Mayor Benson, Keenan Thompson as uh, Sergeant Blake, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal as DJ Aurora. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, ben Stiller as Orderly Hal from uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. Hal L. Yeah, Hal L. Yeah, it's also pretty great. Uh, Tracy Phillips uh, or Jackie Sandler as Tracy Phillips. Uh, let's see. Karen Barrar, Karan Barrar, I think, as uh, Deli Mike Mundy. I like that his first name is Deli. Like, that's not actually his first name <laughs> in the movie, but they're like, yeah, he's the dude that he works with in the Deli. Uh, Noah Schnapp is uh, Schnapp, Schnapp, Schnapp. What the fuck, Shane? As Tommy, uh, Sadie Sandler as Danielle, uh, Sonny Sandler as Cookie. Paris Barelk. Barelk? Fuck. I'm sorry, Paris. As Megan. Uh, China Ann McLean as Miss Taylor. Colin Quinn was in it as the janitor. <laughs> like, there's like yeah. a bunch of random people that are in all of his stuff that were just like random, like one line characters. Yeah. And that was that was fun. That was yeah. neat. Uh Kim Whitley as uh Farmer Louise Laval. Uh, Lavelle Crawford as Farmer Dan, Blake Clark as Tayback the cook. Like, if you don't know who Blake is, just look him up. You'll be like, oh yeah, that dude's in like every fucking Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Uh, Dan Patrick, if you're like a old school, um, Sports Center fan, there's some more, but I th- I think that's pretty much all that matters. So here's the pitch. Yeah. All right. So Adam Sandler called all these people. Yeah. And he said just a couple of sentences. He said, "Do you want to do a '90s Adam Sandler movie that's about Halloween?" And every single one of them was like, "Uh, yes, yes, (laughs) (laughs) yeah." So I disagree with you. I think this is a good movie. I think this is a great movie. This, like, the first time we watched it, I was like, that was entertaining, and I actually enjoyed the plot. I'm amused. Yeah. And then watching it the second time, I was like, holy shit, he put so much fucking effort into this movie. Like, some of the gags are goofy, and some of the movie is goofy, but, like, I, this, this felt to me like he was actually trying. Whereas, like, and I don't hate Adam Sandler. It might sound like that sometimes, but I don't. I think he's better than what... I think a lot of times he does it for the money, which I get. 
Okay. Like you're, you've created a name for yourself in Hollywood. Like every, you are a household name. Everyone knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. Of course you want to stay relevant. Of course you want to put some stuff out. Of course you don't always have the time to put in the effort like you would probably like to. But like this, I, I, this is like top five of my favorite Adam Sandler movies and probably in my top five. T- at least top 10 favorite comedies wow. and i'm 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 really hard on comedy like on a regular basis because like, i don't I'm, know about that but okay yeah i don't i don't know about that not, personally but y- you're free to disagree but specifically because i think that this movie is like it, it's not for everyone like yeah it's not it's not a movie that i would recommend to everyone it's like hey do you like these movies like specifically like 90s adam sandler movies because yeah. if you like those movies i think that this is a good watch but it also can be a little stilted because, like, I don't think that... Like, we've seen him do the characters mm. in the last, like, five, ten years. Like, Jack yeah. and Jill. And, like, we've seen him do these things still, like, in his career recently. But, like, this to me felt real and genuine. And, like, I, I, I think they had a lot of fun making this movie. Oh, yeah. You could tell that. Yeah. Um. So, like, I, I just... I. It, it surprised me watching it the second time, like how much I actually still enjoyed it. Because mm. I am, and I, I forgot that Richard Hartman wasn't played by David Spade. Because <laughs> yeah. like, when, when we first watched it, I was like, that's David Spade. That's going to be <laughs> David Spade. That's David Spade. And then you were Who like, the fuck is Rob Schneider? <laughs> yeah, and you were like, wait, Rob Schneider hasn't been in this yet. Fuck, it's going to be yeah. Rob Schneider. And Rob I'm still Schneider. surprised like David wasn't in it, but like, yeah. you know, I don't know why. But. Um, it's just like, like, and the way it flows, like, cause I was worried about that too, watching a second time. I was like, I bet some of this is going to feel tedious and unnecessary, but like, I actually really liked the way it flowed and I'm like constantly amused by like Hubie and like what he's up to. And like, he, he is a true character and he stays true to this character. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't always feel that about Adam Sandler. I feel mm. like he goes in and out of like the yeah, character and I yeah. don't always believe him and like I think he's a good actor and I watched Uncut Gems yeah he probably could have gotten an Oscar for that I didn't love the movie because I didn't like the the uh, the sound quality of the movie it was annoying and he's like screaming at everyone the entire movie but the, I would give him like an award for this movie like really yeah dude I just I cannot like and I can't fathom it either because like like, I have the conversation... There's been a recent internet conversation of Jim Carrey versus Adam Sandler. Yeah. Over the last, like, four or five years. And, like, I'll take Jim Carrey every time. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just... I, like... Jim Carrey's, like, ridiculousness and, like, his, his like, weird charisma he has, like, I'm all about it. And, like, some of it's nostalgia. But Adam Sandler was there when I was younger, too. Yeah. But it wasn't, it's, they're not the same. And honestly, like, I don't love the conversation, the versus conversation, because, yeah. like, they're not even the same kind of comedian. No. As far as, like, comedic actors go. Well, I mean, their early stuff was, they were both ridiculous, right? Yeah. So, like, and I, I disagree. I would take Adam Sandler because, like, I more enjoy the ridiculous Adam Sandler shit than I do the ridiculous Jim Carrey shit. Like I would watch, I would rather watch, um, Billy Madison or, uh, Waterboy or Happy Gilmore than, 
uh, Cable Guy or uh, Ace Ventura or yeah, uh, Liar 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 Liar. Like Ooh. those are all good movies. Yeah, like all six of those movies. I love all six of those movies. I don't love Cable Guy. Yeah, well, I don't care for Cable Guy. That much. It's funny, but yeah, I, it was just the one one that I came. What's another older? Uh, yes, man. The mask. The mask. Yes, man. The mask. Ah, the mask. <laughs> I love the mask. The mask is real good. I love the it. mask. Is real good. Um, but so like I kind of disagree with that. I would I would go with Adam Sandler over Jim Carrey. But there's another thing that I disagree with was the flow of this movie. Okay. I feel like it was kind of uh stuttery. Like I feel like there was like it was like joke or like gag or whatever, you know, funny funny thing. And then um there was space and then funny thing. It felt like almost like it was like a live audience thing without the live audience. Like we're giving you a gap to laugh here. But while that's happening, we're going to another scene and it's not a smooth transition. I I agree with Shane on that. I felt like, that in spots. I I feel like if you go back, if you compare this to other Adam Sandler movies, or like the Holy Grail of uh, Happy Mad- Happy Madison um, Productions, uh, Grandma's Boy. I um, was hoping you would say that. Yes. Um. There's yes. there just, there's yes. like just a smoothness to the transition between scenes and between jokes and between like even like stuff happening in the same. Uh, setting, but it, like the the party at, at Grandma's uh, in Grandma's Boy, where there's like twenty jokes happening at the same time. Yeah, and it, they just like spill one into another and into another. There's no point in this movie where it's like that. Um, and I mean, it's I know it's not fair to compare any other comedy of that type to Grandma's Boy because it's basically perfect. Yeah, Grandma's Boy and Hot Rod are like <laughs> in a league of their own. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Hot Rod, but like f- from w- if it's not as good as everyone else says, then I haven't watched it. Like you've never seen I've it? I've never seen it. Or like you were too drunk to remember watching it. Well, that might be any. You, you <laughs> could say that about any movie that if like it, that's yeah. at least like three years old. You could probably say that about any movie like that. <laughs> and like one time Shane was there, but I don't know if he was there. Like he, you know, he was pretty deep in his cups. He was, you know what I mean? Two tacos and a luchador mask in. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, that, that video is never going away. Um, (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but I want to see it now. Uh, but like, that's kind of like where I compare these movies or like, if you go back and compare it to like, uh, Happy Gilmore, because like Happy Gilmore was kind of that that pinnacle before yeah. Grandma, Grandma's Boy to me, because like that's one of my favorite comedies, just because it's so good and like the flow of Happy Gilmore is fantastic. The jokes are great. Um, it has a villain. Like everything about that was really good. Um, and like I like this movie. And like how it's set up and everything, I just feel like it could be smoothed out. Like it, it needed a polish. And if it if it had been polished and like tightened up, basically, it would have been way better. I so okay, this is this is why we disagree on the pacing of the movie. Okay. Because I liked everything you just said and you didn't. 
the okay. reason I liked it is because like to me it feels like a nineties Halloween movie. Like a nineties child's Halloween movie. Yeah. Like it kind of feels like Hocus Pocus or yes. Halloween Town or like and so you it's I thought it was done specifically that way. Mm. Um It could be. Yeah. Just and, like a little cheesy and you can see the strings, but like yeah. everything is still there. Yeah. So like, okay. That 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 would make sense. But I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. Um I get that. That that is just that that's one of the things about the movie that I think gives it its like appeal at least to me but you know like i said like this anyone can like this movie for in a variety of reasons because oh, yeah. there's a lot to this movie there is a lot here. which is the other thing i thought that was interesting watching it a second time around i was like he spent a lot of time crafting this movie like maybe not post-production unless that's what they were going for right but and if that is what they were going for that even adds to more or so to the amount of time he spent crafting this movie um but like I just like this 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 movie made me feel so nostalgic for like nine for the nineties specifically, like and being yeah. a kid. But it's also still like an adult movie. I don't right. know, it's rated PG thirteen probably. Yeah, PG thirteen. Um like a young adult movie. Yeah, like a young adult movie. Yeah. And like there's a lot of times where I watch a PG thirteen movie and I'm like, you should have just leaned into that R, this would have been a lot better movie. Because I like the realism and I like when characters are real. But like this movie also had like a weird, like whimsical, like thing to it. Like, oh, feeling. definitely the the Sandler and Bowen like love story was yeah. super whimsical. Uh, yeah, it's so it's so. But good. it was also good. Yeah, like that's that's one of the parts that I really like. the 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 stuff that I really like in the movie is like it's funny because it's an Adam Sandler movie. Like you know. People didn't believe he was he could be serious until like happy or funny people in Uncut Gems. Yeah, but um, even funny people like there was a lot of humor in it. Yeah, so funny people is actually one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Uh, the first half, I whole thing. I love that whole movie. Uh, the turn just ruins that movie for that, me. Uh, I've actually dude, never seen it. It punches me right in the fucking gut. I just like that. I that movie is so uh, that and this is forty. Like um, this is forty is like a Judd Apatow movie. Uh, but Funny People was Judd Apatow too, right? Starring yeah, Adam so. Sandler. Yeah. Um, was Sandler and uh, Rogan? Rogan, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and like everyone I, else. A lot of people like when Funny People came out, they were like. Like it was just it fucking got bad reviews. Like yeah. most people who love Sandler don't like love. Most people who love Apatow don't love Funny People. And like I just I loved every minute of that movie. I liked I liked both parts, just not together. It was like it was like you took two scripts for the same idea and like slapped them together, and it, yeah. that it killed it for me because like I yeah I liked everything around it, but like that just like elbow and like the third act it was just like what the fuck is going on yeah i get that i get that too to me the reason i like the movie so much is because it felt so real yeah and you know but anyway hubie halloween yeah um but yeah like i don't know like i i liked the the like weird uh 
the girl and the boy are both too awkward into their 40s thing like that was great yeah um the yeah, mom at stuff. first i'm like uh but okay yeah right, no i mean right. it, it like it like got it starts off cringe and then it gets to like oh my god i hope they get together and then you're like why am i like this <laughs> why am i like this? <laughs> Like, there's a couple parts in this movie that make you feel that. Gotcha. I ask myself, I ask myself that every fucking day. Well, yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, we're probably not talking to normal people either, but whatever. Anyway, you know, you still, you're like, why am I like this? Um, and there's a couple other parts, you know, that kind of do that. You're like, you know, when his mom is uh, talking to the people on that she's going to burn and you're just like, oh, mom. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, I, I, I love for me. I like that part because the, there's a reoccurring gag where he goes, Frankenstein. Yeah, that was yes. a real dumb. I like that. I, yeah, I made yeah, me no, chuckle. This is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, the, the dumb comedy. So I'm not a fan of dumb comedy. Uh, typically, I am to a point. But this was like, there's there, the dumb comedy in this. I loved like I there's I have a few negative things to say about the movie but those are things that i discovered last week um so but it like just like the it's just dumb but it's like i'm also entertained the entire time it's not like watching like a fucking it's not like watching nacho libre or something like fair yeah you know if you can if you can laugh at the idea of rob schneider breaking out of a mental institution to save his uh, roommate, Steve Buscemi, who thinks he's a werewolf. Is it um, think or is a werewolf? Thinks. Because he kind of is. <laughs> he, glues him, he glues the hair and shit on. That's true. They say that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is but, one of my problems with the movie. I wish he would have been an actual werewolf. Yeah. Same. Uh, but Rob Schneider, like, his mental illness is that he likes to pee. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm peeing right like now. If you can, if you can laugh at that, then you'll laugh at most of the gags in this movie. And I agree to that. Like, I didn't hate the movie, but to me, some of the gags and stuff just felt kind of old and flat in spots. Yeah, and like, I love dumb comedies. Like my my humor kind of fluctuates a little bit. Yeah, depending on my mood and whatnot. Sure. But like, I felt some of the jokes were kind of fell flat. There was a few times where I'm like, huh, okay. So yeah. it did get me a few times. Yeah. So I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate it, but I just felt it was kind of flat at times. And I don't know, but I loved all the cameos in it. Right. I love yeah. Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah. I wish he was a werewolf. Yes. Yeah. I do too. Uh, so the, the, the comedy in the movie, uh, which is why specifically, like you're saying, some of the jokes fell flat. Some of the jokes were great. That's what I think I I personally didn't love about the movie is because like there's too many jokes. It's like jokes miles per minute. And like I don't love that and like I want more like depth, but the movie still had an amazing amount of depth for still doing the thing I don't like. But I also think that that's what makes it different for everyone. Yeah. Is like cuz some of those jokes are going to be funny to me. Some of those jokes are going to be funny to you. Right. Some of those jokes are going to be funny to you. And yeah. po I pointed at Dave and then Shane, so you know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> they couldn't see that. No, they couldn't. <laughs> you see, you fucked it up because they thought they were, that you were pointing at them. 
And now I'm pointing at you. Some of the jokes will be funny to you, the audience, that weren't funny to any of us because there's that many fucking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, like, and I get making a movie like that. Um, I do think the movie could have been better. Uh, and there's there's some stuff in the movie that's wrong. Mm. Um, so I'm going to talk about that for a second. So when I was in Salem, we did a tour of the city. Yeah. And, which I'd never done a tour of a city before. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first tour of a city ever was Salem, Massachusetts, uh, where yeah. there were witch trials in the 1600s. Um, but the, the thing they kept highlighting, which I wish they would have highlighted in the movie, because the, the, the amount of times I heard people talk about it in Salem was like in anything they talked about as far as like the history of Salem. Yeah. Like they, ver- they were very specific like, this only happened over a 13 month period and like it has kind of defined their town for hundreds of years. Right. And I wish they would have brought that up in the movie. I wish like it, it taking place in Salem and on Halloween, I wish there would have been more about Salem in the movie. And that's one of the things I think could have made it a better movie. Mm. Um, but so the witch trials only took place over 13 months and, uh, I believe it was only 19 people died. Um, 200 people were convicted of witchcraft. Uh, but they had a thing where if you, if you admitted you were a witch, mm. then they didn't kill you. You were allowed to live. You just had to admit that you were a witch. And most of those people died because they wouldn't admit to not being something that they weren't. And like, there's so much depth to like the witch trials, and like, there's so much, there's so, there's so many struggles of morale or morality with the witch trials mm. that like there's a lot they could have highlighted there even in this dumb comedic movie yeah and like that would have been cool uh i know a portion of the movie was shot on the streets uh in one of like the nicer neighborhoods of salem like i, th- I think it's where he's like riding his bike around and stuff like that but the downtown downtown doesn't look the same yeah so i'm assuming those were all shot on a stage yeah um uh, sound set um sound stage they did build a fairly accurate representation of the building that is the uh the i can't what's it called it's uh which something museum or something which museum oh yeah and that's an actual building an actual place in salem uh mm-hmm. and but they have it all like set off to the side in the movie and it's like surrounded by houses and stuff in the city but you go there and they do like this uh stage in 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 real life when you go there they do this like stage play mm-hmm. um and it's like just like a quick half hour thing and then they take you down into like a recreation of the dungeons and um they had to recreate the dungeons because Salem didn't uh officially like uh recognize yeah acknowledge like acknowledge what had happened to them until 1992 um and wow. by then most of the land had been bought by corporations uh and like a lot of the stuff had been lost um there is an apartment complex that was purchased and the people who built the apartment complex built it on a graveyard they didn't they didn't exhume the bodies. They didn't move the graveyard. They just built it right over top of the fucking graveyard. 
That sounds and like a movie we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The So on the tour, he was talking about activity. He's like, and I'm not like, I love supernatural stuff in media. I've never right. had like a supernatural experience. So like, I, I mean, I don't really know how I feel about it. Mm. Um, but he was talking about how like it, there's two specific apartments that keep having reoccurring activities mm. and it's always those two apartments. And he was telling us about that on the tour and stuff. Which I thought was interesting. And then uh, there's a restaurant in Salem. So there's, a, there's another graveyard, and it's like the big graveyard, which I wish they would have used that graveyard. So Pine, Pine Street is a real street in Salem. Uh, and they talk about it in the movie. It's the cemetery on Pine. But there's another cemetery in the middle of Salem that has all of the original settlers buried in it Mm. and then there's next to that so this was i thought super cool next to that is a memorial for the 19 people that have died yeah or that died during the witch trials so Mm. you can go and you can put stuff on the memorials and like so it's like a little cutout area um so where they put the memorial is uh so all the gravestones in the graveyard part are have their backs turned to the memorial mm-hmm. in representation to show all of the people that turned their backs on these 19 people. Yeah. Cause literally anyone could have stood up and been like, no, this is wrong. Right. And they, they didn't because it was just like mass hysteria at the time. So in the movie, uh, they are in, they're in the high school at the dance or they're at a dance, a Halloween dance. There's a party at a, a- barn. Party at a barn? Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. So at the party at the barn, and there's a hanging Dave. Um, and I don't know who Dave was supposed to be. Uh, but Oh, Dangling Dave? Dangling Dave. That was at the museum. Oh, that was at the museum. But, like, everybody was, like, all the kids and stuff were there because there was a, 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 a field trip. Oh, okay. Okay. So he talks about Dangling Dave. And I, I don't know who Dave was supposed to be, but there was a guy, only one guy was convicted of witchcraft during the trials. Mm. And um, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, his name was Corey Giles, and he wouldn't say that he was a witch or anyone mm-hmm. else was a witch. He wouldn't, he was like, no, I mean, he didn't really say anything when they arrested him. And they did this thing called pressing. Yeah. And what pressing is, is uh, they put you in like a hole. It's about two feet deep. And they lay boards across you. And they basically place rocks on you until you say what they want you to say. This guy was such a fucking badass. Like, they would, every day they would come out and they would add rocks. And they would try to get him to confess. Or give somebody up. And he only ever replied with two words. And it was more weight. Yeah. And fuck yeah. Yeah. Right. This fucking guy, man. And it, it, he ended up dying after four days, uh, unfortunately. But like to go out like that, I was just like, this fucking guy is going to be remembered forever. Yeah. Um, That's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was something I also wish they would have brought up in the movie instead of dangling Dave. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, it's actually a part of Salem's history. Uh, I mean, that's a little bit less morose. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then when the mom, so a misconception um, a lot of people have is uh, we in America, we never burned people at the stake for being a witch. Yeah. Uh, we hung them uh, over in Europe. So the witch trial thing went on much longer in Europe and was a much bigger deal in Europe. And then when the witch trial started in Salem, they were like, oh, no, it's here. It's here and like caused a bunch of panic. And this is a huge story. Like, there's so much to the story and why it happened and how it happened, but I'm not going to cover all that because this is a movie. This is a podcast about a movie. But, uh, and then he keeps going. It- I <laughs> thought it would have been better if, and I, it's PG 13, so maybe that's why they didn't. But I thought it would have been better at the end when she had them on the stakes if she'd had them on like ladders or step stools or whatever. Like with a rope around their neck. Yeah, she was going to hang of, them. Yeah, because she talked about her, you know, her great 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 grandmother mm-hmm. being a part of the, you know, standing up against the witch trials and stuff. Which, like, I also think I know who she, her grandmother is supposed to be because there was a woman that did that. But I'm getting too far into this. Uh, so uh, I, I would have thought that would have been better. I assume the choice was made to quote unquote burn them at the stake instead because. It probably would have looked worse having them hanging by their necks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, it doesn't actually happen, so like it, it becomes like a how do we plot this? And it just made I think it probably made more sense as far as how they wanted it to play out. Yeah, to do burning as yeah. opposed to hanging. Yeah, with the, him being able to stop at the match yeah. with the good soup. Yep. Yeah. It's good but soup. But there, there's so much fucking like history for Salem to only for it to have only happened in like 13 months. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so I would have liked to see more of that incorporated. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. I always, I always, that like witch trial things always kind of fascinated me, but I've never, have yeah, gone. I don't, there's documentaries, but like, I don't know why there's not like a hardcore, like biopic style movie about that. Yeah. Like, I think that's something that we need. It's because the witches are making or preventing it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, Dave, do you have a trivia corner? I do have a trivia corner. Oh, shit. You guys want to go to the corner? Yeah. We go to the corner? I mean, let's, oh, let's go down to the corner. Uh-oh. What's, who's that over there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Good evening. It's me oh, again. Fabula. I thought it was going to be Frankenstein. Where? No, it's Dave, you oh. <laughs> Dave's gone. What's up, Dave, you Not much. I, uh, I, I come to this corner to tell you some fun trivia. Okay. I'm glad you're back. I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, okay. Are you related to Spatula? Uh, he is my cousin. We don't talk about him. I knew it. What the fuck? What, Shade? Why are you so upset? Just, just do the, do the. Are you mad because this corner is very cold? Uh. <laughs> and I have to do it at night time. Because you I, see, I'm a uh, vampire. Yeah, I like it cold. It's fine. Come I'm on, gonna, I'm go. gonna stand six feet away from you because I had pizza for lunch. Thank you. I hate pizza, but yes, this is me, Davula, here to do the trivia corner. Okay. Well, I think the point of this corner is for you to go, bleh, neat. <laughs> Did I get it right? <laughs> sure. Close enough. 
Hubie has a poster of Burt Reynolds from Smokey and the Bandit in his room as a tribute to the late actor who starred alongside him in The Longest Yard. Mm. Pretty interesting, huh? Blah. Neat. Did I do that right? (laughs) Yeah, close. Mm. Work on it. Blah. It was interesting at best. Okay. Uh, Adam Sandler's... I'm just trying to move this along. (laughs) That sounds very, very rude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Adam Sandler's real-life daughters and wife appear in the film. Yep. That was a good one. I actually didn't know that until I read the cast earlier. Yeah, see? Interesting. Are the adopted girls his daughters? Yeah, those are his daughters. That's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. The nose. The mayor's garish jacket is supposed to be a ripoff of the mayor's jacket in Jaws, 1975. Okay. Both mayors refused to cut off festivities despite potential harm. I knew that one. Wow, neat. That's good. That's good. He's getting it. Uh, the cook at the Black Cat Diner is named Tayback. This is a tribute to Vic Tayback, who played Mel Chappelle's, the owner and cook at Mel's Diner on Alice. Okay. That was pretty neat. I don't... I don't get that one. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Alice, is that a show? Movie? Yes, what? from uh, 1976. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just, I just found it. Tayback. Tayback sounds familiar to me, but I don't know what it's... Sounds like a football player. <laughs> or a position. <laughs> Tailback? Tailback? I have two more. Okay. Two. Ah, ah, ah oh, that's the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> you can't say that. We're not doing that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit, that doesn't make sense to anybody. This is the fifth Adam Sandler film where his love interest has the initials VV. His other films are Billy Madison, Veronica Vaughn, Happy Gilmore, Virginia Vernet, The Waterboy, Vicky Valencourt, and Little Nicky, Valerie Vernon. Huh. It's almost like he loves W's. Ah, I get it. <laughs> that was what very the good. Fuck. And I have one more. Yep. Uh, second time Adam Sandler and Julie Bowen have starred together. The first being Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yep. Yes, I hope you liked my corner. It's <coughs> yeah. been Davey Lazup. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, guys. Dave, Thank please you. take him. <laughs> I try. He's surprisingly fast. Huh. I was going to ask him if he just, like, avoids traveling to Italy, but... <laughs> Probably. He left. Oh, because the garlic. Can we not invite him back in? Isn't that a thing? Like, can we just, like, be like, don't... Well, I think we... You guys already invited him in, so I think he has, like, yeah, full I power. I don't think we can resend the invitation. It's I like think Lost Boys be like, No, I think you can be like, nah, bruh, you're uninvited. And Ooh. he's like, oh! I don't know. I'll have to check. I'll check back next week. <laughs> Um, but apparently that was the corner. Okay. Thanks. I, I had one, but I don't know. Should I do it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, I'll do it. Dave. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cameron Boyce was going to appear in the film before his death in July 6, 2019. Boyce would have 
Boyce would have reunited with his former co-stars Peyton List and uh, Corrine Brar from Disney Channel's Jesse and Descendants, not the punk band, uh-huh. as well as his former co-stars from Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. The movie is dedicated to him. Yeah, there's a, a dedication at the end of the movie. It was a very sad and untimely death. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, so I don't either. But I, I, I when I saw it at the end, I'm like, huh, what that's about? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. And we watched it again, and I was fucking sad again. Like I didn't like follow him or anything. He's just like a young dude that had like a really promising career ahead of him. Yeah, and what happened? Do you know? He, uh, a little bit, but I want to be right. Okay. What's the dude that? Who's the dude that played Chekhov that had like the worst possible fucking accidental death? And he played Chekhov in the newer Star Trek movies. Oh, Anton. Anton. Yeah. Yelchin. Yelchin, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, he had I was passed. I was super sad about that because I love him because Yeah, like, he was great and stuff. He uh like he he's like a smaller guy and he's like kinda nerdy and yeah. like is you. Yeah, he I, every time I watched him, I was just like You got me. You got yeah. me, boy. And then representation, guys. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's important. Um he died be uh so the story goes he was getting out of his car um so like and closing his was, gate or uh yeah, getting his mail or something he's getting out of his car to like close his gate or get his mail and the car wasn't all the way in park yeah. and it rolled backwards into him yeah um i've always thought that that sounded super suspicious um but he also like his like all the characters he played are a little spastic, so I always mm-hmm. imagined maybe he was a little spastic. So like I kind of could see it, yeah. But also like I don't know, it was real weird. And like th- at first when the the news broke, there was like they were talking about a uh, maybe foul play, and then like that was never like that never went anywhere. Yeah. They just I think maybe if it if it was an accident, then like it probably was investigated as foul play just because it was so bizarre of an accident, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, the way that looks, right? You you get out of your car, your car rolls over you and kills you. That looks like somebody ran you over with your own vehicle and left. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I get why it, it looks suspicious, because it's fucking bizarre accident. Yeah. Okay, so what happened to Boyce? So, uh, in the... I'm just going to read this. Uh, this okay. is by the New York Times. Um in the U.S., about 2,600 people a year die from a disorder known as sudden unexpected death and epilepsy. Uh, the actor what? Cameron Boyce, who's 20 at the time, uh, died on a Saturday, uh, had epilepsy, and his death was caused by a seizure that occurred during his sleep. Uh, his family released this in a statement. What the fuck? Yikes. Oof. Yeah. Um... Another quick thing I read. Uh, before Disney star Cameron Boyce's untimely passing, he imparted words of wisdom in his final interview. I don't know why. I'm getting a little choked up here. Um, don't judge a book by its cover. The actor died at the age of 20 after suffering an epileptic seizure in his sleep. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's awful. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
The corner was depressing. Yeah. Well, should have brought the vampire back. <laughs> no, probably shouldn't. No, probably not. <laughs> uh, okay. So, do you guys want to rate this movie? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a seven. I think it's. I think it's funny and it's solid and it's definitely something that I would recommend if you're into Sandler shit. If you're not into Sandler stuff, um, you basically have to have the weird view on it that Russell has of where you like like the like kind of cheesy '90s young adult uh halloween movies and then apparently you will also like it which makes sense yeah um don't go into it expecting trick or treat cuz that movie rule um yeah but uh i think it's funny like i said the throughout this whole thing there's problems i th- i feel like there are problems with it or stuff that i just don't like um but it's definitely worth a watch, but I also don't think it's like groundbreaking or anything. So it's it's just getting a seven. Um It's a pretty good comedy though. I would I would rate it higher if I was just like rating it as a comedy, but as a movie it's a seven. Russell. Um I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh I think there were places for more um historical accuracy. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think it could have like I think they it could have had a lot more depth. Um, also my review might be skewed by the fact that I was in Salem last week. Yeah. So like you know, take that into consideration. Um, but overall, I do think it. I, I think it's a great movie. I think it's worth watching. Um, I mean, if I had kids, I'd let my kids watch it, but mm. I don't have kids and not a parent. So that's up to you. Maybe watch it first and then decide. Um, but I, I just, I mean, I really liked it. Uh, I'll pr- probably going to watch it every Halloween, honestly. Yeah. It's probably going to be one of those movies like Trick or Treat. We usually watch Trick or Treat every Halloween. Yep. Um, I usually try to watch some Treehouse of Horror episodes mm. from The Simpsons nice. every Halloween. Nice. Um, you know, there's just, there's something about. And I think that's also why I like it, too, is because it feels like a movie that would have been on TV every Halloween back mm. when TV was yeah. cable television was a huge thing yeah. before streaming. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and I do. That is the thing I miss about, like, just mind mindlessly watching cable is like the themes around the holidays and like all the episodes being, yes. you know, holiday related and stuff. And it's just not it's something that's hard to like recreate even with just having streaming because i can go through it i can find all the halloween specials and dude stuff, i don't know it's like it's gonna be same. it's gonna be interesting um this year with hawkeye yeah i'm excited for that i'm excited for it but i don't know it's it's interesting putting it in that box but then you've got like the shane black mentality of like fuck you i like christmas movies yeah i'll release a christmas movie in fucking july yeah i don't give a shit <laughs> so i don't know it could work yeah but I, I i agree with that like i going through and watching supernatural as many times as i have there's a bunch of halloween episodes and christmas episodes and stuff and it's just like huh it's july this yeah. is weird <laughs> yeah 
So that's uh so yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. It's definitely one of my favorite Sandler movies. Uh it's probably in t- my top ten favorite comedy. Like specific yeah, we laughed because uh Netflix has it as a mystery slash comedy. Yeah. Which I mean it really kinda is like a mystery. Yeah. Um and that was another thing I liked about it is is kind of genre blending. Um But yeah, I don't know. Just fucking watch it. Like Yeah. See if you like it. See if you're going to watch it. See if you, yeah, see if you're going to add it to your Halloween lexicon. All right, Dave, what do you got? Hi. It's me, Dave, not any other guys, just Dave. (laughs) That's good. We like Dave. Oh, thanks. I kind of like Dave, too. Um, (laughs) So I did not like it nearly as much as Russell did. Yeah. Uh, but like looking back on it, talking with you guys, I think I liked it a little more than I originally thought. But like I said earlier, I thought some of the jokes kind of landed a little flat. Uh, mm. Definitely not in my top Sandler movies. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I, I I don't know if I'd add it to my uh, my holiday like tradition. Yeah. But my holiday tradition's weird. Like I watch Halloween and Trick or Treat and like I don't know that it's that weird. I mean actual horror movies, I should say. Yeah. And Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. We yeah. watch Hocus Pocus. We watched Hocus Pocus last year, right? Or the year before? It was the year before that. Yeah, the the twenty nineteen Halloween episode. Yeah. What about Double Double Toil and Trouble? We should watch that one. I haven't watched that in years. I don't know that I've ever watched it. It's the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen one. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, come on, it's good. No. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen Adventures. I watched that a lot as a kid. Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Give me, give me a new show with their sister. The Adventures of Elizabeth Olsen and Aubrey Plaza. I would watch that. I gotta go. Um, <laughs> this has been DQB Does. Thanks. <laughs> but yes, I give it a six. Shane's gone. <laughs> I'm not actually gone. Oh, He's back. Me. Bro, you got new pants on. Yeah. You're so quick. Yep. That's what she said. Were those, oh! the, <laughs> were those the pants you left in the pantry? Yeah, because that's where pants go, right? The pantry? <laughs> God damn it. That's a joke I was going to do. <laughs> uh, so many bad jokes. Oh, this my God. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um... Thank you for listening. That's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we went over Hubie Halloween. Uh, next week, we're doing... Are we doing... Uh, oh, we're doing... Uh, Monster Squad. Yeah, Monster yeah. Squad. Yeah, I was going to say, we, it was the other like funny one. Came out in sometime in the 90s. Yeah, we're doing Monster Squad. Is it funny? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a kid's... Like, a uh, kid's horror... I might not remember this movie accurately. I remember this movie being dark as fuck. Nope. Yeah, what? Weird. Okay. I plan on watching it and possibly watching the documentary on it before. That'd be good. There's a documentary on it? Yeah, it's called Wolfman's oh, Got God. Okay, so it's not about kids getting molested on set? I don't think it is. <sighs> fuck I better fucking off. not be. What? I, I think it's a documentary on like just fans making this movie and how much of a cult classic it is. And I think they interview some of the old actors and stuff. Yeah. So I don't think it's okay. I'm oh, always worried about the kids in Hollywood. Yeah. Ugh. 
Wow, what a way to end this episode. Thanks for listening to DQB Does. We'll catch you next week. Where hopefully we don't have to talk about molestation. What the fuck? You guys implied that. I didn't. I, that was, I didn't imply shit. That was all Russell. I, I was worried. Stop. Stop being... Stop being worried about it. Okay. Can't believe I don't have a compass on my thermos. I'm not doing the voice. Oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> we'll tang forever. Get the what? fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck Dave, off, you love. Dave, you love. I'm getting the wood out. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to carve a steak, motherfucker. Get the hell out of here. No, please. Getting the wood out. thought you were going to have sex with him. Oh, Wait. I'm going to drive something into him. <laughs> Next week, you'll learn we don't have sex with vampires. <laughs> Can we stop, please? I was like, when is this going to end? Can we end this? Once bitten? What the fuck is that Jim Carrey movie? Twice bitten? Once bitten, I think. Or uh, twice bitten. bitten. What's the one with George Hamilton? There's a vampire movie with George Hamilton? Yeah. Super that doesn't make creepy. any sense because he's super tan. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.